dealing with authenticity. It's building that relationship. Building about the value. Because you want to make that impact. It can make you happy. Elevate others around Welcome us. to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners, as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. Hello and welcome back to the Something from the Heart podcast. Your co-host Daryl Amy here today with Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? Do we... We have all kinds of things going on, Daryl. It's like, where do we even start? I, I mean, this year has just, here we are almost the middle of January, and it's been a blur. We have so much stuff going on, so yeah, much. Yeah, but a blur of fun and inspiration. This has been an incredible week. Um, many of you listening in have uh, participated in the first week of the 2021 Authentic Selling Challenge. And uh, Larry, this week has been—I uh, don't—I don't hardly even have words to put to this week. I'm inspired. I'm challenged to the core. I'm um, fired up. I'm—what um, words would you put to it? <laughs> I mean, you've summed it up, but it's—you know—we we look back on on the last quarter of last year. This was a vision. It was a thought. It was a conversation, mm -hmm. and to see it come to fruition, to see people from all over the world tuning in and waving the flag that authenticity matters, that heart matters, that what I bring, you know, to the forefront matters in terms of heart, mind, body that we all worked on this past week. It, I'm telling you, we're setting people up for a fantastic 2021, those that put it into play. That's right. And um, so thank you to everybody. I think the word that I didn't add to that list is honored. And uh, I'm yeah. honored to be a part of a community of sales professionals. And that's what the Selling from the Heart podcast is all about. If you're new to the Selling from the Heart podcast, welcome. You've joined a growing community of sales professionals that are dedicated to being genuine, being authentic, adding real value. We call it Selling from the Heart. And so as we uh, get started today, I want to give a huge shout out to our friends at BombBomb. Not only um, are they a partner in the podcast now, but they've been able, they underwrote a huge part of the 2021 Authentic Selling Challenge. They've made that possible for all of us. And I am just so grateful for the folks at BombBomb and not only the technology they've invented to be able to allow us to add a human touch to our business interactions, but also the heart behind all the people we're getting to know at the company. Yeah, you know what, what, what's what's really interesting, and this is this was a shining moment throughout. It, it happened on the very first day, Daryl. Do you remember when somebody had you know one of the challenge was why why is why is authenticity so important in sales? And for somebody to do their very first video. Yes. Inside the group, right? That's inspiration. And, and you know, thanks to BombBomb, they really bring this to the forefront. And a shout out on the book is, you know, how do you rehumanize your business? Well, guess what? You bring the best version of yourself forward and you connect through the power of video. You do. And um, we want to share a brief message from our friends at BombBomb. And then we're going to introduce what is going to be an incredibly compelling conversation today. So let's hear from our friends at BombBomb. 
Selling from the heart means putting you back into the sales process, your passion, your energy, the emotion you bring, the belief you have in your product or service. Sales is a transfer of emotion. But can that happen if you're hiding behind a keyboard? Will another text-based message in their inbox get you to where you want to go? There's a better way, and it starts with you. You in front of more people more often through a video messaging platform like BombBomb. We want to guide you along the Selling from the Heart process. Sign up for a free trial of BombBomb at bombbomb.com or sign up for a demonstration and sell from the heart by being face-to-face with more people more often. Ah, just perfect. <laughs> so many people are taking the BombBomb challenge right now, uh, taking advantage of 14 days. 14 days of sending at least one video a day. And uh, you know what? The first few videos, you're not going to be super comfortable. I can just tell you that. But once you do it, you're going to get addicted to uh, spreading love. And so speaking of love, Uh, uh, that that, that was a great segue. That was a terrific segue. We have here in the house, why don't you introduce our new friend, Dr. Maria Church? Well, I I owe this... I owe this connection actually to you, Daryl, because after a conversation that you had with Dr. Maria, you send me a message. He goes, you have to reach out to her, <laughs> connect to her, and you have to have her come on the podcast. So we, I connected to her. We had a conversation. And after that, I go, Dr. Maria, you must come on the Selling from the Heart podcast. <laughs> and she's the author of the book, Love-Based Leadership. And after a week of talking about heart, mind, and body. What better way to cap off a phenomenal week than to talk about love-based leadership? Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm giggling because I remember in the introduction, I think you said you had me at love. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's right. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, it's great to be here. Thank you so much. Well, it's an honor to have you here. It really is. And uh, before we dive into the conversation, though, I don't want to skip over the question that every guest to the Selling from the Heart podcast gets. And that is, what does it mean to you to sell from the heart? Oh, I love that. Uh, To me, it means authenticity. You know, our heart, our heart, the heart space is really our true self. And so it's where we're most authentic. Um, Sometimes if we move too much into the head, that's when we start to get the ego involved. And we know that the ego involved can just screw things up all the time. Um, And so, yeah, to me, that means being authentic, being the most authentic. Yeah. And and here's Daryl, here's what's interesting, because um, obviously it, it ties in with the 2021 authentic selling challenge. But where I'm curious, Dr. Maria, where do you think authenticity and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this in a different direction. Where do you think it goes wrong? Because Daryl and I talk about this all the time. A lot this if if there's a word amongst many that was overly used and commonly used this past year, it was authentic. But it, to me it's a lifestyle. We got to walk it and talk it. But where do you think that word goes wrong or people use it and they veer off into a different angle? Yeah. Um I, I think that authenticity sometimes gets misconstrued with honesty. And sometimes we use honesty as a weapon. So for instance, if 
somebody says something that's, you know, rather ugly or, you know, not really from the heart, um, they might say, well, I'm just being honest. Well, no, you're not. You're being ugly. You're not being honest. And so I think I think sometimes authenticity gets confused with that. Where we sometimes lose our authenticity, um, I think is when we really start to move away from here, from our heart, and more up here. And so if we stay just up here, then we start to get into ego. We start to let other people's definition of us and who we are and who we should be um, enter in. And so then we lose our authentic self because then we're in that should zone and we, we're shooting all over ourselves. You know, well, I should be doing this. I should be doing that um, instead of really listening to our heart. And, and I'm not advocating not using our brain, obviously, um, but, but to remember that that isn't our authentic self. That's our thinking self. This is our authentic self in our heart. And I remember I was coaching an executive one time and he and he shared with me, you know, the the hardest, most arduous journey I'm making is the 18 inches from here to here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was pretty profound. I think wait, what what you said about um, authenticity is sometimes just ugly. I mean, we see that, you know, obviously the obvious glaring thing is the world of social media where you're like, I'm just going to share my authentic self. Well, well, what is it, right? Well, that and also, um, you know, the reality, though, is authenticity has to come out of a heart of love, um, you know, or it's kind of ugly, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, um, and that's when it comes out of heart of love, it's different. Oh, I'm so sorry, Daryl. I talked over you. What did you yeah, say? No, my apologies. But I, yeah, when it comes out of a heart of love, so I'm just having these like uh, light bulb <laughs> moments here, right live on TV. Uh, but when it comes, when authenticity comes from a heart of love, it's a totally different thing than just that raw, unfiltered, you know. Yeah. What talking about. Because our heart at, at its at its truest sense is love. It is love. And so then when we when we couple that with fear, or we couple it with anger, or we couple it with ego, that's when we start to get into that ugly zone. I really liked um, the book. And I really liked, um, first of all, get a copy of Love Based Leadership. We'll put it in the um, in the, the show notes. And congratulations, by the way, on your 10th anniversary. I know. Unbelievable. <laughs> and we did bestseller um, even before the real release hit just off oh. of pre-orders. Yeah, it was, it was incredible. I think, I think we're ready. Think where we're where, ready. Have, you, where really? have you been all of our lives? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, I, I really grew up professionally in um, sales and marketing. I led the sales and marketing division for a fortune 500 company, a home builder and land developer for, for 15 years. Um, and so you know, I um, I really started to formulate a lot of my thoughts uh, around leading with love and love versus fear. I really started to formulate a lot of those thoughts during that time. Yeah, it's powerful. And I, I think, you know, we've said this on the podcast before, and I just want to set this conversation up by, you know, reminding all of us that to be in sales is to be a leader. Um, leadership, as we were talking about before the show, is influence, right? And whether you lead a company or you are a sales professional, we are leaders. We're influencing change, hopefully influencing good. And so, you know, when you look, I'm a 
firm believer that every sales professional should have a steady digest of leadership mm. um, training because the principles between sales and marketing and leadership are very, very similar. I wholeheartedly agree. I uh, Most of my work was, uh, while I led the, the sales division, most of my work and focus was on the marketing part mm -hmm. of, uh, of the uh, whole process. And, you know, the funny thing is I've been teaching leadership in univer different universities, MBA classes and stuff for many years. And I've always said that I believed that sales and marketing and leadership are basically the same thing, that you're influencing people in a direction, um, you're, you're facilitating change, as you just said, um, and, and you're, you're, main approach or your main ultimate desire is buy-in so that we're all in this together. Mm -hmm. And so when I, it's interesting because when I do a lot of consulting and coaching and training, which I do today, I always bring in a lot of sales philosophies and sales ideas like stick strategies, mm -hmm. you know, to help the sales stick so that the buyer's remorse doesn't really, you know, rear its ugly head, right? Which we mm -hmm. know it will at some point, especially those higher ticket items. So, you know, I bring in a lot of the, the stick strategies about how to really make this stick and, and stay. And, and when I talk to leaders who have never done any sales or, or marketing or anything um, along those lines, when, when they talk about buy-in, you know, I, I talk a lot about asking really powerful questions mm. and, and building the bridge from what your desire is to what their desire is and helping to build that bridge so that now their desire is in alignment with your desire, your company goal, your vision of the organization or team. So I bring a lot, a lot of those same concepts in using different terminology, albeit, but it's the same concept, right? Same concept. You know, what's, what's interesting is as I was listening to what Dr. Maria was saying, Daryl, I, I flashed back to day one of the authentic selling challenge when, and there's one word that Dave Sanderson used over and over and over again. It was congruency. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And, and how congruent I see there. I mean, there's a commonality is congruency ties in immensely with what you were just saying. Yeah, absolutely. Alignment, I think would be another way, yeah. you know, uh, to talk about that. Um, and, and that's, again, just kind of circling back to authenticity is, you know, is there an alignment with who you are and who you want to be mm -hmm. as an individual? And, you know, we all know the mirror test. Like if we say this and, and we can't look at ourselves in the mirror, then don't say it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. You said in the book, um, and I, this seems to be the foundation of a lot of your philosophy, that the opposite of love is not hate. It's something else. Talk to us yeah. about the opposite of love. Yeah, I'm a firm believer that the antithesis of love is fear. And and I believe that it, that we're either in a place of love or we're in a place of fear. And fear manifests itself in different ways. It's worrying, worrying about the future, the what if, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's hatred. Because hatred's fundamental seed is fear of something different, hmm. right? Whether it's your belief, your philosophy, your your likes or dislikes, whatever that belief is, um, and and fear too, it it takes us out of the present moment. So fear oftentimes will take us to the past, like we fear exactly. that it will never be as good as it was in 2019, right? Or, um, or we fear the future 
And that's when we start getting into all the what ifs. So I am a firm, firm believer that really at the very basis of, of, of looking at love, um, that fear is the antithesis of that. And furthermore, we cannot hold two emotions at the same time. There's been numerous data and studies that indicate that. Now we can move very quickly, <laughs> you know, from one emotion to another, but it's impossible for us to hold two at the same time. And so then we can really ask ourselves if we're feeling uneasy about something, you know, what what is the fear around that? And we might have to pull back a couple of of levels or layers to see what that seed is, but but we'll see it at the root of that cause. I, I wholeheartedly believe it will be fear. And that, and that's so that's so interesting. So if if we just if we just stop and think for a moment, just at a high level, what would be a couple ways that that we could coach our listeners who might have a little bit of fear right now? How do you coach them through some of that fear? What are a yeah. couple quick tips? It's a great question. So um, because I'm human, you know, I get caught up in the in the fear <laughs> trap too, right? I think um, we all so- do. Yeah, you bet. So uh, one of the first questions we can ask is that that the which we're afraid, is it true? Now, sometimes that might stop us dead in our tracks, like, well, no, I'm just thinking it might happen. But, but say you're really tenacious, right? And you're really, you, you know, you're, you're persevering. So you might answer yes to that. So the next question you might ask is, how do I know it's true? Well, then you're looking for evidence, right? So again, it'll stop some people in their tracks, but some people might, oh yeah, I'm sure of it because of X, Y, and Z. And then the third question is, well, how do I know it's true? And then the fourth question, if you even get there, which (laughs) most of us won't, but if you do, um, to ask yourself, how would I act or respond or behave if it were not true? Hmm. And then, of course, take that action. So interesting! Wow, super simple. <laughs> I mean, four simple step. Yeah, and you know what? There, there, there was one word, and you you had me after the second question. I'm just maybe this is just how I think. Is where does validation come into this? Because I was thinking, you know, as I'm listening to your questions, now I'm going. I've got to validate in my mind: is this true, and so forth. So. Am I off base on that or, and if so I am, that, that's okay. So that validation is really, um, how do you know it's true? That's mm-hmm. the evidence that, that could be okay. the validation. And, you know, I'll, like I, like I say, I, you know, I struggle with fear a lot of times too. And if I ask myself those questions, Larry, I rarely even get past question two. And really, truthfully, I end up laughing at myself after I answer question one. And by the way, you can give me a virtual high five because I'm right there with you because Daryl knows me really well. And what you just said is I, I constantly deal with that constantly. Yeah, we all do. We're all human. You know, and I think the thing is, once we walk through the doors of awareness and we really are aware of are we in a place of love or, or are we in a place of fear um, that once we walk through those doors, it it's real hard to to be dark about that again. And to not be aware of it. I mean, I don't know um, if the women in your life, if they've ever been pregnant, but it's sort of like when you're pregnant, you realize, oh my gosh, everybody in town's pregnant. 
or you get a red car and now all yeah. of a sudden there's all these red cars mm-hmm. everywhere. It's an awareness. So yeah. the same thing. So I apologize, not apologize for now having this. <laughs> sorry, discussion. Not sorry. <laughs> you know, you'll be aware that you're either in a place of love or you're in a place of fear. And you know that you're going to be most powerful and most successful when you're in a place of love. This is okay. So here's here's a scenario that I want to bring up into the conversation <laughs> is most sales teams are led by fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fear-based leadership. I mean, I've been a part of them. I've, yeah, probably I've been in my whole career, right? Yeah. If you don't dot dot dot, here's what's gonna happen, blah, you know. And so sure. we walk around all the time afraid that. We're going to, the world's going to collapse. The house of cards is going to fall over. We're not going to hit quota. We're going to get fired. We're going to live under a bridge. I mean, these are the, you know, that it's easy to spiral as a commission-based sales professional. So what if you live in a, what if you have a boss that is a fear-based leader? What do you do? Yeah. So they're just, they haven't walked through those doors yet of awareness, right? No. There's a lot of them. No one else is in control of of your heart or your head, really, unless you allow them to be, right? Mm -hmm. So, So that is probably really the only thing that you have control over is, is your attitude, your beliefs, right? How you look at the world. So recognize that. So uh, believe me, I have worked for ugly man more often than not. <laughs> and I'm talking about his behavior, not about his looks, right? <laughs> so I, I've had that boss. <laughs> I've had that boss, yes. And, um, and so what we can do is, and it's super simple. And it's so funny because, um, you know, we, we live in a world that the complex seems to have more value. Uh, I don't know how we got off the rails with that, but really I think simple is profound. And so this is a very simple shift that we can do um, with ourselves when we find that we're in that, that place and, and we're getting that fear inundated on us is to remember that we can shift our perspective. So the results could very well end up being what your boss wants to see, which is meeting quota, beating quota, exceeding sales, whatever that goal is. By just simply connecting to why you're doing the work that you're doing out of love. What is the love part of what you're doing? Is it for yourself, for the fulfillment and satisfaction of knowing you hit the be- the next sale? Is it that bonus that you're going to get um, that potentially can take you and your family on a great vacation that you guys have been talking about? Is it the new flooring that you want for your house? You know, what mm-hmm. is it? Um, what is your own intrinsic motivator that that you can touch into love? And I want to illustrate this really quickly with um, with these two teams that I, I uh, was working with. So they were um, food manufacturers and um, safety was a huge part. Safety culture was a huge part, you can imagine, for manufacturing. And so they had a plant in the United States and a plant in Mexico. And they thought, wouldn't it be fun to do a competition, right? And we know we have sales competitions all the time, right? Which is sort of like a healthy competition, right, among people in the organization. So they were doing the same concept that we that we do in sales. So they were having this competition to see who could go the longest um, uh, and win the, the safest plant, the manufacturing plant. And the Mexican plant one, I mean, hands down, they went over 180 days, 180 days without a single cut on their finger. I mean, that's pretty incredible. 
And so it begs the question, well, how did they do it? What they did is the night before the competition kicked off, they invited in all of their family and friends. They had all these different colors of paint around and they invited their family and friends to put their hands into the paint. And then they proceeded to put their handprints all over the factory walls. <laughs> so every day they came into work, they were literally and figuratively surrounded by love by their loved ones. And that was their daily reminder why they were wanting to excel in this competition was to stay safe and healthy for them, for their family. So we can do the same kind of thing in our organizations as well. Wow. This, this is, and there's another word, it's this whole psychological safety from, from a leadership perspective that, you know what, if I, I'm a big believer, we touched on it throughout the, throughout our time together, is those that lead with the heart, develop a team that will go out and lead and sell with the heart. But it's creating that safe environment that it's okay to share your emotions and wear your emotions on your sleeves, because that's how we connect. And oh, I always said, you know, if you want to connect as a leader, if you want to connect deeper and with more meaning with your sales team, then lead from a place of love. I mean, we all know we have to attain numbers. That's the end result a lot of times is, is the numbers focus. But if you just led up front with your heart and you brought it all up onto the table and I say, give a rip, give a rip about your team, watch what happens to your sales team's performance. Absolutely. What is that phrase? I don't care how much you know until I know how much yeah. you care. Yeah, totally. But really what we're describing here is going back to what you first started our conversation with, which is authenticity. Yeah. It's being your true loving self. And that's powerful. That's powerful. It's so weird that showing your emotions and being authentic and, and leading with your heart, for some reason that got diminished as like puppies, kittens and rainbows, you know, and fairy dust and all that kind of stuff. And the reality is love is the is the most powerful force on the planet. Even when we see chaos and turmoil around us and fear rearing its ugly head, what is right behind it to diminish it and extinguish that fire? It's love. Beautiful. <sighs> you're going to come back. You're like they're not now part of the Selling from the Heart community. We love you. This is yeah, this, this is brilliant so stuff. Good. Oh. So good. Thank you, uh, Dr. Church. It, it, it really has been an honor and completely enjoyable sharing time with you. And um, I, I love the work here. Our community is going to grab this book and we're going to run with it. This is uh, this is beautiful stuff. Thank, Thank you. you again so much for having me. Oh. And I, I can't wait to come back and continue awesome. our conversation. Sweet. We'll take you up on that. Thank you. Thank you. Larry? Oh, Carol. <laughs> what in the world? Wow. 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 And it's just, you know, th this goes back to, you know, we've always said that sales professionals are leaders. Yes. And it starts with leading yourself. And it, it's just, th I, we could have, this could have went on for another 30 minutes. I know it, I know it would. That's why we have to have her back. Well, for we're just scratching two. the surface on this. Yeah. I think that um, the concept of the opposite of fear and how much fear, I mean, how much fear do we feel in the sales profession on a good day? Um, and then layer in the uncertainty that's going on in the world right now. And obviously the 
hatred and finger pointing and, and all of that, you know, this is good. I, I want to encourage everyone in our audience to grab a copy of Love Based Leadership. Let's make this a topic of conversation. Um, authenticity without love is, I don't know, but mix no, love with it, you got something good. No, I, I totally agree. And, and I'd have our, li- I would encourage our listeners to, you know, key in on this for a moment because this is flashbacks to some of the salespeople that I coach and some of the teams that I've worked with where I've actually, you know, pushed certain individuals. You know what? Push this, right? And I hate saying the word. Well, I'm just going to say it. push the word, you know, love out there, but mm-hmm. it's okay to be that leader and bring this up to your sales team. If you have, you know, pay attention to this. If you have leaders that maybe aren't on the same level of you with love and the authenticity, bring it to the forefront, rise above everybody else and say, this is the impact that it's had to me. Would you allow, you know, would it be okay if I shared some of this with you? Because mm-hmm. I promise you this, it's inside of every one of us, Daryl. It is. It's just we suppress it because it goes against the grain. It goes against the grain of the sales society. Yeah, for sure. So powerful. What a great conversation today. If you're listening to this um, on the day it comes out or anytime uh, within the following week, you can still join the 2021 Authentic Selling Challenge. It's running through January 22nd, an hour of inspiration, ideas, and action every single day. Just go to 2021authenticselling.com. So we hope to see you there at the challenge. And until next time, keep being genuine, keep being authentic, keep adding real value, add love to the mix, and most of all, sell from the heart. Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.